Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spiegel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is why you should automate your customer service. Today's guest is a founder and CEO of RichPanel, a platform helping e-commerce companies scale and integrate their customer support services. A big welcome to Amit RG. Hi, Amit. Hey, Andy. How are you? Great. Well, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Uh, glad to be here. You know, I'm curious. So you have been able to grow RichPanel now to 1,500 clients in the about 18 months since launching. So there seems to be a proof of concept going on. So let me ask you, what problem did you see stores having and how is which panel solving that problem? Uh, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned, uh, you know, we have a proof of concept, uh, but in reality, the proof of concept was uh, Amazon. Uh, so what we really liked, I personally liked about Amazon's business model is how one customer can go on purchasing for months without having to contact their customer service because you know every problem that i run into whether it is changing my shipping address or doing a return or an exchange i can just log into the amazon's app mm-hmm. and do it from the my account section so uh, that's that's one of the reasons that i keep coming back to amazon and that seems to be like the popular opinion uh, because they have productized customer service you know not not even automated because i think automated Automation chatbot is like very rudimentary. They've made customer service and all these scenarios a part of their product. So we internally call it like productizing customer service. Uh, so we saw this as an opportunity to uh, do it for other uh, direct-to-consumer brands. You know, I, I got to say, I, I too like that kind of self-service customer service in that way. But on the other hand, a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm calling somebody and, and you get those automated phone calls. And the mm-hmm. first thing I'm doing is say an operator, right? I'm not even going through their list. I, I want to speak to a person. So I guess, how did you overcome that with these automated features? Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, you know, we, we actually believe, Andy, like the best customer service is no service. So when you, when you said that, you know, you, you were trying to reach someone and you said operator, do you, do you remember the last time you contacted customer service? What was it about? You know, it was a problem with the internet or, or something like that, that I'm calling the mm-hmm. internet company and an mm-hmm. automated comes on and I, I don't even want to waste my time with automated. So I'm, I'm asking for a person. Which is, which is absolutely fair. And what, what we think and believe is like, you know, you only contact customer service when something breaks, like in, in this case, you know, your internet broke down and you had to contact customer service. Right. So uh, the only time that you end up calling customers, customer services, you know, if something breaks or the app doesn't do what you expect it to do. Uh, so if you can, if you can have a product where 
all of this just works like out of the box and you never have to contact them. That's, that's the kind of a company people want to do business with. Uh, so in some cases, I understand that it can't be avoided. Uh, but in many cases, like, you know, I've, I've, I barely, I've, I call everything from Uber Eats. Uh, like I, I order a lot, but uh, one thing that I really love about the app is they've automated everything from like, you know, if, if I get the wrong item or if items are missing, they, they, you know, place a replacement order without have, you know, without really me waiting on the line or, uh, you know, going through the IVR it's, it's built inside the product. So that's, that's kind of what we're doing. And so, in fact, so go ahead, Andy. No, I'm just asking. So what are the different services that you can automate for your clients? Uh, you know, generally speaking, you know, 70 to 80% of the queries in any business are repetitive, especially if you're able to like, uh, if you're, if you, if you have like good analytics around it, you will be able to see like, Hey, the 70, 80% is repetitive. And it, uh, once, once you're able to like automate and productize those 70 to 80%, we can also create a good experience for the agents behind the scenes because they're not handling these repetitive questions and they don't have to put you through the, uh, through these uh, boring IVR questions that you just mentioned, right. Uh, where you're just, you know, uh, shouting for the operator. Uh, because, you know, uh, the, the call volume significantly reduce once you implement a solution like Rich Panel. So the 10, 20% of the calls that are flowing through the call center, they're like genuine queries about like product questions or, you know, sales related questions, which you want to handle and which are very unique in their own way. So is this customer service, is this being done over the telephone? Or is it being done in online? How, how's it being, how are you answering these questions? Uh, a good question. So as of now, we support, uh, you know, your website and application that those are the main channels where the product really shines, where we can offer self-service. So that's like uh, the, the website of the merchant is where, where the magic really happens. We do support other channels. Uh, like we do support social media, Instagram, DMs, comments, uh, Facebook. We support SMS. We support phone calls. Uh, WhatsApp, email, all of those channels. But the magic really is when when uh, the customers are reaching out to the merchants on their website or their mobile app, because that's where the we are able to unlock those self-service features. So I would think that the main questions are probably about the same across for different e-commerce companies. When did my order ship? When's it going to get mm -hmm. there? How do I return? What What are some of the main questions that you guys answer with your service? Actually, you answered them, Andy. The, those are those are the typical ones. Uh, the nuances in every business will differ. Like some businesses will offer like a 14-day refund. Someone will say like you can exchange up to 30 days. So those are the things that you will configure using a platform like Rich Panel. And you can, you know, you can go like a couple of steps further where you can say, you know, for all my customers, I'm going to allow a return for up to 30 days. But for people like Andy that have bought like more than $1,000 from me, you know, I, you know, the self-service portal will automatically recognize them and extend the, you know, exchange window for up to like 60 days for such people. So you can design flows like those. Uh, but apart from that, we've also seen people automating, like, you know, change my shipping address, or I forgot to add an item. I forgot to apply a coupon code, or when is this item going to come back in stock? Uh, what else? What else? Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I want to remove an item and then you have to like, you know, recalculate the coupon, the uh, shipping cost, everything else. So th those kind of like order related or order edits kind of questions can be automated. So have you been able to measure 
the customer satisfaction level of your clients mm-hmm. using this automated mm-hmm. feature? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. So uh, this was actually before we got in the business, we did like a lot of validation around it. And uh, contrary to the popular belief, I was, I was, I should say I was surprised to hear the number, Andy, but uh, then when I reflected on it, I wasn't so surprised. So, uh, you know, a customer that contacts customer service uh, agent is four times likely to turn into a disloyal customer than a loyal customer. Really? This is a study done by Gartner. Yeah. Wow. if, If you think about it, you're already pissed off, right? Uh, that your internet went down and you have to stay online uh, uh, or, or stay on hold trying to get hold of these people versus the best services just work, right? It it might not be a great example, but look at Zoom, right? We're doing this podcast over Zoom. Uh, have you ever contacted their customer service? Uh, probably not. So, uh, you know, th- those are the kind of services that we tend to love where everything just works. And that's the kind of experience we are creating for other merchants where they are, uh, you know, doing analysis around where people contact you and uh, can that contact be avoided? Can that contact be productized? Right. If that makes I'm, sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I mean, you know, ideally everybody's products would be great, but in mm-hmm. reality, especially e-commerce companies shipping stuff, stuff to mm-hmm. get lost in the mail, stuff true, you know, true. to no fault even of the merchant. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure that you have, upset customers, especially this time, uh, you know, during the holidays. So how have you found that the customer satisfaction has been with the automated system? It's, said- it's very high, uh, uh, relatively, right? So uh, because because what, what usually happens here, Andy, if you, if you think about it, like I'll, I'll tell you a situation, right? When, when anyone joins Rich Panel as an employee, right? Or, or as a team member, one of the first exercises that we give them is that you have to replicate the entire Amazon experience on Rich Panel product. Like whatever Amazon has done, you know, create that same experience for a demo store and, uh, you know, do an analysis. Like what all were you able to do using Rich Panel? What all were you not able to do? Uh, so very recently, you know, one of my colleagues, uh, he, he was given an exercise to do this for Uber. And one of the things that he realized is that Uber has also automated like losing a item like losing a valuable item inside mm-hmm. one of their cabs is automated so if you if you get out of an uber and you say like oh i lost my watch inside uh, what they do is before before you know even someone from the customer support team intervenes they first will arrange a conference call between you and the driver right and if the driver can confirm that the item is left they will you know they will leave the driver for everything else and they will book a reverse trip back to you you obviously have to pay for that trip but that's 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 productized. So so if you think about it, how, what is it, what is a support agent doing once once that person is intervening, right? She's 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 doing a bunch of activities. She's getting hold of a few people. She's going into a couple of systems to, you know, make, to to resolve your query. Can that be automated? That's that's how we think about it, right? Are you? Is there any protection on Amazon's customer service system? You said you want to do everything Amazon. I mean, I guess I'm just thinking, you know, they had a patent on their one click um, for e-commerce for like Mm -hmm. 10 years. It expired. Mm -hmm. So now everybody's doing it. But do Mm -hmm. they have any sort of protection on their customer service system? Uh, Probably yes or or probably not. I, I don't know. And uh, I'm just, you know, oversimplifying when I say that we are trying to do it like Amazon, 
in all reality and it might sound uh, a little snobbish but we are much better than amazon uh, when it comes to the technology so we 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 fell in love with the concept that you don't have to contact customer service but we've really taken that technology and taken it to the next level now so it's 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 different in its own way okay now on your website it says that you free up customer service reps to concentrate on sales mm-hmm. but usually those are different positions aren't you really just eliminating some customer service rep positions by doing this? Mm, uh, that, that's a good question. So it, it uh, f- so to answer the first part of your questions, no, they're not different people because, uh, you know, in a direct-to-consumer business, when the average order value is around like $100, $200, they're, they're the same people. They, they usually don't have uh, sales reps. But what they do have is that these support reps can answer some basic questions or objections that you may have at the time of the checkout. Right? That's that's what they can do. Uh, and ideally, that's what you want your people to be spending all their time at. Uh, moreover, uh, uh, you know, Andy, what we are seeing is that with this massive growth, right, people, we speak with a lot of agents and they're more happier at their jobs because they're not having to like come to their office and, you know, answer same repetitive questions 50 times in a day. They're now having like one-on-one interactions they're now having meaningful conversations with their customers, so they are happier at their jobs. The way that we see that the future of customer service will evolve is you're going to need fewer but more empowered agents, agents that have the authority, agents that are subject matter experts, and agents can you know, uh, do, do stuff for you instead of just saying like, okay, let me check that with ABC or you know, can I place your call on hold? While, it, while they read like a bunch of FAQs and come back to you. Uh, you know, agents for expect to be in the headquarters or have access to the headquarters, be able to do things, be able to move things around. Because by the time the customer here, Andy, is reaching out to you, things have already escalated, right? So give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, don't read out FAQs. Don't give them the same policy bullshit, which Andy must have already read. And, you know, really be in a position to resolve uh, their question at this time. So that's how we see it. Yeah. Right. So let me ask, how did you develop the technology behind Rich Panel? When you say how did you develop the technology, what, what do you mean? Well, I guess what what's powering it? What um, is it just scripts? Is it I mean, how how's it how does it work? Uh, it's it's so it's it's basic code. Like we we wrote everything that there is. Uh, we have a very uh, complex architecture, but yeah, it's it's just like any other software that you use on the internet, like, you know, if you're using Amazon, Uber, it's just like a bunch of code that people have written and, you know, developed apps around it. And uh, then, so- and then there's a list of questions that's typical, then you can add other ones on a per client basis or. Correct. 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 And we don't even call it like questions because questions, uh, questions denote that they are very rudimentary. Like somebody's asking a question and then you answer it. We call them like flows because they're really like flows and scenarios where, it's 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 like a decision tree where someone a customer is coming on the website trying to do certain things and there are lots of like algorithms or calculations that go in the background based on company's policies and then comes back to the customer with very dynamic flows that are relevant to them for example uh, you know when when you log into the app versus i log into the app we are going to see like two very different uh, widgets right? Widget is what we embed on the uh, merchant's website. So you are going to see a very different experience based on your past orders, based on your 
behaviors versus I'm going to see like very different scenarios. So first time customer is going to see more about the company, you know, what's the backstory, objection handling, customer testimonials, things like that, versus a customer that is coming for the second or the third time is going to see something on this lines of like, okay, how do I subscribe? Or I want to move the subscription around. Uh, I want to skip a subscription. I want to change the flavor in my order, things like that. So that's how the flows also evolve. And how, and, how do yeah. you get the data from the customer into the flow? You know, the order numbers, the track, you know, that, that kind of um, specific information that a customer would want to know. Good, good question. So all of that is coming through the 30 plus integrations we have. So we integrate with the likes of like Shopify, Magento, WooCommerce on the cart side. Uh, you can also integrate your customer cart, custom cart if you have one. And then we integrate with like a bunch of e-commerce apps, like, you know, uh, whether it's Loop Returns, Recharge, uh, you know, Air Calls, Teleconnect. Uh, I'm forgetting a few, but, you know, we integrate with like 30 or so such odd apps. So which uh, e-commerce platforms do you guys currently integrate with? Shopify, Magento, WooCommerce, you get like native integrations, like out of the box. But we also have like a ton of customers that use our APIs and connect their custom cart uh, platform to Rich Panel. So if you're a Shopify customer and you're using the Shopify tracking where you're entering the information and stuff into mm -hmm. Shopify, then you pull, you can just pull it right out of there. That is correct. Yeah. Even you if know, you, even if you use external systems, like, you know, Aftership or, uh, you know, ShipStation or, uh, you know, NetSuite, all of that is integrated. Now, where do you see e-commerce going in a post-COVID world as we are getting into 2022? I think, I think Andy, whatever has happened has already happened. Uh, I, I don't think that COVID did anything. I, I think it just accelerated what was already about to happen, right? Uh, uh, you know, e-commerce would have any which way has taken this course. It might have taken like four or five more years for it to happen here. I, I know that's, that's uh, everyone has been obsessing over, you know, how, how world is going to change post-COVID. I think we have already seen it. And that's, uh, you know, 2021 was like the baseline. Uh, that's like, you know, the new baseline of whatever has been reset. The another interesting thing, which surprised a lot of people is that 2021 was like habit changing. So I don't see it dipping back to, uh, pre COVID levels at all. In fact, this is 2021 is like the new baseline and e-commerce is going to be like, uh, you know, growing on top of the baseline that we have today. That's what I feel. Now, do you have a favorite success story of one of your clients you could share? Favorite success stories? Uh, we have several, uh, but let if, if I have to pick one, I think, uh, you know, it, it would be like the proteinworks.com. They're a London-based uh, uh, company, but they, they sell into like 12 or 14 such countries. Uh, when they moved over to Rich Panel, uh, you know, they, they, were, they were on a very popular, much, much bigger uh, competitor of ours. And uh, when they moved over to Rich Panel, they, they wanted to provide this cell service to uh, in 14 languages across their, uh, you know, uh, 14 countries that they serve in. And we've been able to like, you know, reduce the agent handle contacts by 50%, which is, which is something uh, worth celebrating. So despite them growing substantially during these COVID times, they didn't have to hire more people. The existing people that they have are more happier. The CSAT ratings are at an all-time high. And most importantly, their repeat order rates have increased significantly since moving to Rich Panel. So what about 
Are there any challenges that you've been struggling with on getting results to your clients with this automated customer service? Oh, several, uh, you know, uh, because, because it also means that, you know, driving adoption. So it means that we have to educate our customers on how to drive more and more customers towards self-service because the, the potential is unleashed when people are coming on the website to resolve these things. Like today, Amazon is not going to respond to you if you tweet them on uh, Twitter, right? Most of the times they will, they will say, okay, go to the app and you should be able to do A, B, and C because they are driving that behavior. Uh, so that's the same thing that merchants using Richpanel need to do. They need to suppress the other channels and they need to move more people towards here. And they, they soon realize that, hey, our customers are actually happy uh, doing that. So that's, that's like one of the most uh, common things that we uh, encounter. Second is some of these people are coming from traditional tools like a Help Scout or a Zendesk or a Freshdesk. And they are just uploading their you know, FAQs the way it is onto Richpanel. And we are like, no, no, you're using it wrong. Uh, that's, that's, that's like beating the purpose of it, uh, you know. You, you cannot you cannot you cannot uh, you know take take a jet and then try to drive it on the road you need to fly it so those are the kind of challenges that we face and we are trying to like handle it by making the product education more stronger and giving customers you know more and more customer success support now one of my favorite questions that I ask in every episode is personally are there any business books out there that you can attribute to your journey as an entrepreneur Several, but if I have to pick a couple, I would say, uh, you know, Zero to One by Peter Thiel is is one of my favorites uh, by far. And uh, which which else? Which else? I think I think I also like Hard Things about Hard Things, which which is something that all startup founders seem to like. But I also like that one. Now, how are you guys standing out from your competitors? You had mentioned you have um, several larger competitors. How are, mm-hmm. how are you delivering a better experience for your customers? Uh, so, you know, we, we always say like, you know, even when we uh, raised the round from Sequoia, uh, we were always very clear that you cannot really expect your customers or you cannot expect your clients to leave a competing product just because you are 2x better. You have to be 10x better even to stand a chance to move uh, or stand a chance to win in the game. And that's that's kind of what we're doing. We're trying to solve for the same problem, but in a radically different way, which is, you know, we don't believe in uh, hiring like hundreds of agents, uh, giving them like a help desk or a ticketing software to solve for this. Uh, you know, we, we believe in like empowering or making these products much stronger so customers are able to self-resolve Customers are delighted when they get a resolution in 30 seconds and they, they come back because, because they have they get that peace of mind. So our, our, we're solving the same problem, but in a very, very different way. No more agents, uh, you know, no more help desk and ticketing systems. It's more a productized customer service. And uh, it's, it's about, you know, converting customer service into a revenue channel, uh, into and, a retention channel. And how do customers pay you? Is it a billing subscription is it per flow is mm. it how, how does that work it's it's actually based on the number of resolutions uh that that the platform delivers today so how much how much can we automate for you or how many of your customers were we able to delight with this exceptionally fast experience so that's that's it's usage based and who is the perfect client for your service that person that if they're listening right now should definitely Take a look at Rich Panel. 
any D2C company uh, wanting to get serious about retention, uh, you know, they spend a lot of money on acquisition. It's very important to also have your repeat order and control. Any D2C merchant out there, which is on Shopify, Magento, and WooCommerce, uh, would be a potential fit for Rich Panel. And how can an interested listener learn more about working with you? Uh, the best thing is to go on richpanel.com, www.richpanel.com. And you can, you can you know, watch our videos, you can uh, take a product tour, you can sign up for a free trial, and you can uh, even speak to one of the sales reps if you wish to. Well, this has been great. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap it up today? I think that's all, Andy. Uh, Thanks again for having me uh, and uh, asking me these questions. Enjoyed enjoyed speaking with you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, Amit. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Rich Panel or connecting with Amit, you will find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We've compiled all different past guests by show topics and include each of their contact information in case you would like more information on any service I have discussed during a previous episode. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.